Hi, and welcome back to Conversations with Chrissy. Today we've left our studio in Glen Burnie and we're here on the Eastern Shore to talk about an important highway safety conversation related to slow moving vehicles. We have with us our guest, Danielle Farace, who is from the Soybean Board and gonna talk about how we interact safely with our farm vehicles and other slow moving vehicles. Thanks for joining us today. Sure, thanks for having me. I'm really interested just to hear a little bit about your background, how you became involved in the soybean board and if farming is is in your family as well. Right. So my um, my family actually has a farm in Howard County, Maryland. I grew up there on the farm, very involved in agriculture in my whole life. Um, but we realized from an early age that Howard County does not have a lot of farmland left. And um, it really made more sense for one sibling to remain on the farm to be the next generation. Um, so I was very fortunate to find a career where I'm able to support the farmers and help them uh, through my role as the executive director of the Maryland Soybean Board. Well, that's wonderful. I think that, um, you know, farms are so important here in Maryland. It's such a part of our history and future. Hopefully we're so dependent upon our family farms and great to hear that your family, even though smaller, is still in, involved in farming and and uh, really appreciate that. Um, obviously, with the springtime, we do think about planting and growing seasons. We may have little gardens of our own that we try to keep up at our own homes. So talk a little bit about what happens this time of year, what we should expect from farming vehicles on the roadway and maybe what we should look out for. Sure, so as you said, spring planting is underway across the state. Um, so farmers are beginning to travel the roadways with tractors and various implements to prepare the fields and get their crops in the ground. Uh, motorists may also encounter sprayers, which are helping to prepare the fields for planting as well. And then over the next few months, you'll start to see combines hit the roadway as they begin to harvest small grains like wheat and barley. Um, you'll continue throughout the summer to see those tractors and the various implements because farmers have different crop rotations and maybe planting new crops throughout the season. Uh, you'll also continue to see sprayers on the roadway as they are applying crop protection products on the fields uh, throughout throughout the season into the fall. And then once we get into the fall, it's really that harvest time when you'll see the combines back on the roads uh, to, to harvest the soybeans, corn, and any other grains that may be in the fields. So it's a great point. So regardless of what season it is, certainly think about it now, but it really is throughout the year, maybe not so much in the winter, but other than that, probably pretty likely that you're going to see a vehicle on the roadway. Yep. Um, we are on the shore and certainly plenty of farms that we see out here. We love the farmland, but uh, you mentioned Howard County, your own family has a farm there. And so talk about where folks should think that they might run into these kind of vehicles on the roadway. Um, so you can really see um, farm equipment on the roadway anywhere in the state. So in Maryland, uh, we are often referred to as America in miniature because we have such a diverse um, geography across the state. And so you may see um, farmers who are, are growing grains. You may see farmers growing produce or any other type of crop. Um, but really, you can see them um, very common here on the eastern shore of Maryland, but even in the central areas, as you said, um, is really where there's a lot of concern about farm equipment on the roadways because there are farms in that area and those roads are just generally busier because there's a higher population living in those areas. Makes sense. And then you go further west, you see a lot more open space and farmland and maybe even in southern Maryland, still a lot of farmland. Yep. Right? Yep. 
So no matter where you are, be careful of those vehicles. Let's talk a little bit more about the vehicles. You name the different types of vehicles and we all see they're very large. They sit high. Um, talk about some of the challenges of driving one of those and interacting with other vehicles on the roadway. Right. So farm equipment, um, first and foremost, is slow moving. So in most cases, it's traveling at speeds under 25 miles an hour, um, which is why it's marked with that orange triangular emblem, the slow moving vehicle emblem. Uh, the farmers do recognize in many cases that they're delaying traffic and will often pull over to allow you to pass when it's safe for everyone to do so. Um, farm equipment is also very large and may sit up higher, as you said. Um, and so it may require the farmer to take up multiple lanes of traffic to reach their destination or to make a wide turn. In many cases, they do try to utilize the shoulder when possible, but like right now, the ground's a little wet it's a little soft, it may be unsafe for them to do so, or it may be blocked by obstructions like um, road signs, trees, mailboxes, things like that, uh, which would require them to pull further out into the roadway. Because some of the, where farms are located might only be one passage lane each way, which yep. obviously makes it difficult for cars to get past. So sounds like we need just a little bit of patience, yes. right, as we're interacting with these vehicles. The other thing we always think about with larger vehicles, I know we put the message out about trucks in terms of, you know, there's that area that they have blind spots. They just can't see you if you're in that area. Obviously, that's a safety issue. And so we want to be careful. It's the same kind of yep. theory true. With exactly. And so, um, as I mentioned, the farmers will oftentimes pull over when it's safe for everyone to do so. Um, and so really just staying back a few feet and giving farmers that space and then they will let you know when it's safe to pass them. And they've got a good vantage point because they may be sitting at a, at a higher perspective so they can kind of see what's going on with the roadway traffic. Yep, exactly. We always talk about kind of the common causes. Unfortunately, we see, you know, fatalities are caused by pretty much the same reasons each year, whether that's speed or impairment, distracted driving, not wearing your seatbelts. And I imagine that's the same thing that happens with our farm vehicles, um, especially as you think of speed and these are going slow and people might get a little frustrated or they may think, oh, the vehicle's going slowly so I can pull out my cell phone and do a quick text. I wonder if any stories or anecdotally you've heard from farmers in terms of those challenges that they have? Yeah, so I actually hear those stories from farmers all the time. And so the farmer leaders of the Maryland Soybean Board actually recognized this as an issue. Um, they were seeing a rise in farm vehicle related crashes. And so they completed an analysis of farm vehicle related crashes in the state of Maryland in 2019. Um, and findings from this study found that the majority of crashes involving slow moving vehicles and farm equipment um, were actually happening in the central area of the state, like we talked about earlier. So Baltimore, uh, Carroll, Howard, Harford, and Rundle counties are all where we're seeing a lot of accidents. And they're actually happening um, during the midday hours. Mm -hmm. So in, in clear conditions, mm -hmm. um, when you should be able to see these slow moving vehicles. Um, but Again, we found that rear end collisions were the leading um, the leading type of these crashes and lack of attention actually accounted for over one third of the cause of the crashes. Mm. Um, and so so just visibility around the farm equipment and knowing that they're going to be on the roads, we found is very important. Um, a driver who's traveling 55 miles per hour um, that comes up on a piece of farm equipment, it may only take four seconds for them to collide 
slide with that um, piece of farm equipment that's over a football field away. So just recognizing the high speed that a motorist is traveling at when they're encountering that, that piece of farm equipment is very important. That's a great point. We often talk about speed differential, meaning, you know, you're going really fast as a passenger car and the farm equipment's moving slowly. And so that speed, you might not be able to judge the distance in between the two vehicles very well. I really want to thank the Soybean Board for bringing these safety issues to everyone's attention. And we've been able to add this as part of our strategic highway safety plan. So it's great that we've acknowledged the fact that you know, it's an important part of our community. We need to make sure we show the same respect to those vehicles on the road. These crashes are um, just as significant. Large equipment obviously can do a lot of damage and um, cause injury and, and unfortunately fatalities. So it's really appreciated that you as an organization have put a focus on that. We have a friend with us here today on our podcast, so maybe you could talk a little bit about Sam and what your campaign is. Sure. So in response to the study that I mentioned, uh, the Maryland Soybean Board launched the Find Me Driving campaign, uh, which takes a Where's Waldo approach to let motorists know um, where they may encounter farm vehicles on the roadway, as well as um, what types of different slow moving vehicles. So not only do you have farm vehicles, but you also have horse and buggies, construction equipment. Um, so just raising awareness that they are all slower moving. Um, and so Sam is our campaign mascot. He is an animated version of that slow moving vehicle emblem that I touched on earlier. And his name is actually a great reminder for what to do when you see him. So you want to slow down, assess your surroundings and move with caution when you see him. It's a good way to remember it, a cute little icon that we can all, you know, kind of have in our minds as we encounter these vehicles. I'm glad you made that point. It's not just the farm vehicles, there are other vehicles out there that are slow moving, especially our construction workers, um, certainly with that uh, horrible crash we had recently in the Baltimore mm -hmm. area, we're all, um, really sensitive to the fact that we need to use caution when we're around them and use caution when we're around any kind of slow moving vehicle, certainly horse and buggy and other things uh, where folks are not protected to the same degree as we might be in a vehicle. Um, can you talk about um, maybe newer drivers? They might not be used to seeing uh, these slow moving vehicles. It might not be something that was the first thing that they thought about as a new driver. And so is that another concern as, as these slower moving vehicles are on the road? And maybe a great way that Sam can you know, have a message that speaks to them. So driver education begins at an early age. And so we've actually been working with the Maryland Highway Safety Office um, to develop a, a lesson that can go into driver's ed uh, curriculum so that young drivers are aware of slow moving vehicles on the roadway. Um, we've also been putting Sam out to the public so that he can be seen by um, by those young drivers and a good reminder for more experienced drivers as well. Um, most recently, he was at Maryland Day at University of Maryland, uh, where he was sharing driving tips with a lot of those young drivers there at College Park. Um, he's also going to be on billboards as drivers travel Maryland roadways this summer. And then he's also on um, a lot of digital platforms. So you may see him as you're scrolling through Google or YouTube or even your favorite social media site. That's great. Well, we'll certainly be on the lookout for Sam and, and the important message that he uh, carries in terms of the caution we should show. Can you talk a little bit about um, the general public? Certainly an important 
um, area where we have to get the message out. But I'm sure from a farming community as well, you want to make sure farmers are aware of ways to safely navigate, especially in these kind of vehicles. Um, what kind of messaging do you do for them and how do you make sure they're educated? Yeah, so uh, through the Maryland Soybean Board, we're able to have direct connection with the farmers in Maryland, um, soybean farmers, as well as others. Um, and so we've really been working with them to see what their needs are and then to put out resources to make sure that they are doing everything they can be doing uh, to be visible when they hit the roadways. Um, so we have we have created um, checklists that can go in the tractor. So right before they pull out onto the road, they can do that quick little check to make sure, you know, are my lights working? Is my emblem clean? Um, are my brake pedals all intact? So um, all of those important things before they hit the roadway, we're definitely making sure that they're reminded of. It's easy to, to overlook some of those things sometimes when you get really busy, um, we all make mistakes. And so just trying to make sure that it's really front of mind before the farmers hit the roadway. Yeah, that constant reminder is a great idea. So um, I think it's wonderful that you're doing that. And, you know, it's consistent with the message we share, which is that each one of us has a responsibility, right? We have exactly. a different role to play, but each one of us has a responsibility. And I even think about the young child in the car, right? As parents or guardians, family members, you know, we have a responsibility to show them the safe way to do it. And sometimes they're the ones that are telling us the safety messages. So Sam might help with that as well. Right. Um, so each of us has a role to make sure we have zero fatalities on our roadways. And so it's good that you are encouraging that message. Um, we talked a little bit about planting season and, and folks may be thinking about their own gardens, even if they're not farmers, but they're probably also thinking about vacation this time of year. And, you know, as you think about it, even though we've it's somewhat of a myth that we don't have farm vehicles in the more suburban or urban areas, you might encounter them more in the areas where you would vacation in Maryland. And so I wonder if that's a concern and something just for our listeners to think about as they head maybe to Eastern Shore or Western Maryland on vacation that they might encounter vehicles they might not otherwise see normally. Yep, exactly. So as Marylanders are headed to the beach or wherever your favorite vacation spot is, um, we definitely want to encourage them just to keep an eye out for slow moving vehicles. As I said, the farm equipment um, will be on the roadway throughout the summer months into the fall. Um, and I know you want to get to the beach as quickly as possible, but the farmers also want to get home to their family safely. Um, so just having patience and using that caution, like we've talked about, is very important. No, that's a great reminder because they're out there doing their job and we want to make sure they get home safely. $13 billion is what farms contribute to the Maryland economy. I was really blown away by that number. I knew certainly we've got a great farming community, but that has a significant impact. And certainly thank you to all the farmers out there who are making sure we've got fresh produce and, and goods to consume. It's really such an important part of our economy in Maryland. Yes, it's actually Maryland's number one industry is agriculture. Um, and so these farmers are working tirelessly to grow our food. And so they they really just need a break sometimes exactly. and, and have a little patience. When it's you not an easy them. job, I'm sure, working from sun up to some sundown some days, yep. right? In order and to even keep later. Going. Yep. So, well, I want to say thank you to all of our farmers of the Soybean Board for all your contributions. I think it's the least we can do to make sure we're interacting with those farm vehicles safely. And so I'd ask our listeners to take that message forward. We've got Sam here, our mascot, who's reminding us about how we can 
be safe around farm vehicles. Thank you, Danielle, for joining me for this month's conversations with Chrissy. I really appreciate it. I think it's an important message. Might not always be top of mind, but a good reminder for everybody. So thank you. Yeah. And I would just like to thank the Maryland Highway Safety Office for their support of this project um, and raising awareness about slow moving vehicles on the roadway. And I'd also just like to remind Marylanders um, to use caution and have patience when they may encounter farm equipment on the roadways this summer. If you live in an area where it's common to see slow moving vehicles on the roadway, leave 10 minutes early. Um, even if you encounter a tractor and have to travel uh, 20 miles per hour for two miles, that's only adding six minutes to your commute, which is about the equivalent of being stopped at two stoplights. So really in the grand scheme, it may feel like forever, but it's not that much time. Um, and just have that, that patience and the caution. Patience is an important message. I know we're all moving at a fast pace these days, but the perspective I think is important. And is it worth getting involved in a crash or a collision where somebody could potentially be hurt or even worse than that? And so I think that's a, a great message really to leave with. We're asking all Marylanders to be patient and uh, knowing the great work that our farmers are doing to deliver those crops to us. And um, keep all of us healthy. So again, thank you. And thank you to your family for your contribution to that. It's really uh, appreciated, I think, by everyone. So I want to thank everybody for joining us again this month for Conversations with Chrissy. Look forward to talking with you again.